0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks, and Lord bless you again. Another great December day, a day to reflect on the power of God, the power of our Heavenly Father, how He touches our lives, and how He sent us, Jesus Christ, to be near to us and His Holy Spirit to dwell within us. I pray, dear Lord, today you would bless your people. Anyone in listening distance of this show would hear you and hear from you. Lord, use me for your glory. Lord, may it never be about me or anyone on the radio or any TV personality. Lord, may it be about you, always about you. Lord, may we see you clearly. May we talk to you often. May we read your word and hear your instructions open our eyes and our minds that we may see you in a powerful and mighty way thank you for this great season thank you for these great listeners and lord bless them lead them god i pray you would put them into a church that they would get involved with and make a difference in they would serve you they'd serve you in the community they'd serve you in their neighborhood And Lord, many would come to know you because of their love for you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. You know, when we think about Christmas, we think about our children. I know, because I've had two children. One of them is with the Lord when at five and a half went to be with Jesus himself. And I know he's enjoying the bounties of heaven, Luke, my son Luke. He's been gone from us for about 29 years now. And uh, yes, I miss him. I miss him often. Think about him often. But I know he's in the hands of Almighty God, and it's going to be a great day to see him again rejoicing in heaven. I don't know what it's going to be like his age or anything like that, but I do know it's going to be great to see him again with his Lord and Savior, who he loved so dearly. But our kids mean the world to us. My daughter, Kaylee, is, um, you know, and and what a life she's had growing up. I mean— It was about a year after Luke died that we had Kaylee, which was a real blessing, except it was a real trial because my wife got sick with preeclampsia with her. And we had her six and a half weeks early at three pounds, two ounces. And she dipped down the next day to two pounds, 14 ounces. But you know what, her lungs were not collapsed like the doctor thought they'd be. And she grew up to be a healthy young lady, small. She was always small. I mean, she was nine pounds, nine ounces at six months, 15 pounds, three ounces at a year, graduated high school at 93 pounds, four foot 11. And now she just finished, bless her heart, I'm gonna brag on her. She's finished two degrees and then she just got her master's and she just got a fantastic job as a dietitian that starts, back probably started, uh, let me look at the calendar here, started uh, three days before the show began. And I am so proud of her. She loves Jesus so much and gives God the glory. But our, but God loves our children. And we think about Christmas, we think about our children. We always spoil our children. I still spoil my child at Christmas just because I want to. But we do our our little kids. We get them all sorts of fun things. And I believe most of you out there that are... Are Christians that are serving God, you're teaching your children the importance of Jesus Christ and of giving. You know, every Christmas at our church, we have a giving tree. We have over 100 presents on this tree. And we ask the congregation to take a, take a card and get a present for people that we have designated that could use presents and people that are in need. And we have done that for years and years. Do you know, we, you know, some people, you put them out two, three weeks, we put them out one service, and the other service doesn't get a chance because people grab them so fast. People are so wonderful about wanting to buy gifts for those in need. This last Thanksgiving, I had I had more turkeys to give away than I had people to give them away to because uh, people donated these things. And, I, and I'm so happy with the City of Hope Food Bank because they've donated turkeys and food to so many people in need. That's why our church supports the City of Hope Food Bank. And they have a great church there too with Pastor Ted Buck, City of Hope. And you know what? They're doing great things. And we love teaming with those guys uh, to help our community. But it's so interesting that God has gifted us us to love our children and to teach them. In fact, I was just reading through Matthew, and I've been in Matthew and Luke this last week, and and we talked about the birth of Christ over and over. And I just I think of how Jesus reacted to children. It, uh, it should be a reaction like what we have, and you know we have Sunday school at church for all ages, and and we want to teach our kids. My my children's pastor, Dewey, and we have children's church in our second service, and uh, he he does such a marvelous job. He has so many examples, and he makes it fun, but he makes a living. And what what's really cool, they have a room called the stadium. In fact, sometimes they have a this carpet that's laid out that's a football field that's blue. They call it kind of the Bronco football field, and they have orange end zones, and when you get when you walk your Christian life you make it through and you make it to the end zone you give your heart to Christ they put your handprint on the wall they have a they have a um, wall made of a fence like fencing and and they have your handprint and paint put it on there and when you get baptized you sign that and and so we have all this wall of fame it's called the kids that have given their lives to Christ because that's what it's about, raising our children in the way they should go. Well, in Matthew chapter 19, there's some instruction uh, about children. It says this in verse 13. It said, and this is Matthew, Then some children were brought to him, brought to Jesus, so that he might lay his hands on them and pray. And the disciples, listen to this, folks, and the disciples rebuked them. Well, these disciples sometimes just get you, don't they? They sure get me. But Jesus said to them, let the children alone and let them come to me. Do not hinder them from coming to me for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. After laying his hands on them, he departed from there. You know, in our church and many churches around, uh, we, we don't baptize our children. We dedicate them to the Lord. So when they One has a baby, they come up and their whole family and their friends come up on stage and we say a prayer for the family and for the friends and for the baby that God would be with the child, but God would be with the parents to raise a child in the way they should go. And so when they have that opportunity to make that commitment to Jesus Christ that they do, yes, it's a choice. Life is a choice. It's a choice to receive him, to believe in him, or to reject him. And I love it when children, when parents dedicate their children to the Lord and say, we want to raise our child in the things of God. Now, I know some people said, well, pastor, we've raised our child in the things of God, and they turned their back. Well, folks, God has given everyone a choice. But I'm telling you this, most people that I know that raise their child in the way they should go, the scripture says they will not depart from it. Later on in life, many of them came back to Jesus. There was a bunch of... Uh, Uh, an era in my life when there was a bunch of people that were older than me that were in the youth group that the whole bunch turned away from God. Just a whole bunch, a whole class of them. And it it was sad to see. But I'm here to tell you it was about 20 years later, almost every one of them, and maybe every one of them, came back to Jesus and realized their love for Jesus and realized that they had walked away from him and their lives were turned around. You know he wants the great news is he tells us all to repent, every one of us. What does repent mean? Turn away from your sin. Turn away from your sin, and God will be with you, and God will lead you. Because the Bible said that, as you know, we've all sinned, and we've all certainly fallen short of the glory of God, and we all need a Savior. We all need His hand on our lives. You know, and I I love turning to uh to. First John, because this is what I refer to a lot when it talks about sin and things, he says, this is chapter 3, verse 4, it says, Everyone who practices sin also practices lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. And you know that he appeared in order to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. So this is what he says in verse 6-8. Listen carefully to this. No one who abides in him sins. No one who sins has seen him or knows him. Little children, let no one deceive you. The one who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. The one who practices sin is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. The Son of God appeared for this purpose, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Verse 9 says, No one who is born of God... Practice a sin. Listen to this. Let me read it again, folks. No one who is born of God practices sin because his seed abides in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. By this, the children of God and the children of the devil are obvious. And in my Bible, I have obvious circled in red. Anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor the one who does not love his brother. Listen to this. I think this is very key in our Christian walk. Anyone who does not practice righteousness. Folks, what does practice mean? Practice means doing something over and over again. You make the right decisions over and over again. doesn't mean you make the right decisions every time. The Bible says we've all sinned, we've all fallen short. But don't practice sin. It says he who practices sin, he who sins over and over and over is not of God. He's just very plain about it. You can you get in any kind of biblical uh, discussion or, or you know, people's differences in opinions about that. I don't know how much clearer can it be. He who practices righteousness is righteous. You practice the sin is not of God. Practice, again, continuing to live in that sin. Folks, live for Jesus. And if you fall down, get back up and say, Lord, walk with me, help me. He'll help you because we all fall down. We all get knocked over. The world is after us all the time, but Jesus is in us. Jesus is in us. The seed of Jesus is in us, and we want to walk with him forevermore. But he loved the children People of God, teach your children to love Him. And you know what? Things are going to go a lot better in your life. Hey, have a great day. Lord bless you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho.